I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Alrighty, let's get straight into the preview then, shall we, boys? Let's do it. Ooh, I'm getting nervous fucking thinking about it. <laughs> okay. You should be, mate. Wow. Jeez, you're aggressive today, Guru. I'm going to enjoy it. this week, mate. It's not, it's not oh, very well, often I'm trying nervous. to enjoy it and my friends keep betraying me. <laughs> I like not being on the receiving end of it for once. Unbelievable. Just dish it out elsewhere. It's good. Okay. Uh, first New South Wales versus Queensland GF since Tigers, Cowboys in 05. Wow. Is it really? Holy yeah. shit. Mm. That is hectic. That is hectic. Um, okay. Okay. Let's get into it. Round one. Panthers. Sorry. The last time they played at... Um, <laughs> Guru's trying to prove yeah, it wrong. Just I can't Guru, believe Guru it. thinking yeah. about all the Queensland game finals. Okay. So last match is played. Uh, round 12. Panthers defeat Broncos 15-4. Round one. Broncos defeat Panthers 13-12. I mean... Isn't that like, – look at those two score lines. That is just like – it shows you how close these two teams are when they play well. Um, okay. Wins at this venue, so at a core stadium, 50% win uh, percentage for Panthers, 47% um, for the Broncos, and wins overall uh, 51% for the Panthers and 54% for the Broncos. I'm not sure if that's for a club, but anyway. Uh, so basically at this venue – Relatively the same. Relatively the same. Uh, but heading into this game, the reason why I'm backing the Broncos as strongly as I'm backing them is because it's all... Look, I understand it's my bias and it's my hope, but I think that this is going to be their moment. I think they're going to have the moment. And, and I know that I'm biased because I've been in the locker room. I'm biased because I'm a Broncos fan. But I just believe that it was almost a blessing that we had such a poor first half and we didn't just go out there and absolutely dominate the Warriors I think because it it creates uh, a sense of boys we need to be better whereas if we go out and absolutely dominate the Warriors uh, I think that there is a chance that we get to the finals and we get a bit complacent whereas I don't think there's any reason to be complacent after that performance even though obviously it was a strong win I just think that when you look at those two sides Broncos at their best 
I just think that that Panthers forward pack will struggle to win that first contact. I think the grand final will be won and lost in that first contact. And I think the Broncos are the best in the comp at winning it when they've got the ball and winning it when they don't have the ball. Uh, One area, though, where I think Panthers are much better than the Broncos is they're, they're probably like just a percentage behind in that contact. So essentially as good but they're much, much better at wrestle. They're much, much better at hitting and dragging blokes back than the Broncos. So if if Broncos can somehow negate that, then I think it's going to be really hard for the Panthers forwards to um, keep up with the pace. Now, on the flip side of the Panthers, though, is that back three is unbelievable coming out their own end. And what have we seen with the Brisbane Broncos is that we spoke about it all episode, a bit of late footwork, with good in contact backs, it can make the Broncos struggle a little bit through the middle there. And that is one area where if the Broncos can maybe condense just slightly more than they usually do to get more men in the tackle to make sure that they can dominate the first few tackles, they can get a win there. Panthers, on the other hand, if their back three have the games that they have been having, um, it's going to be super hard to get on top of them. Penrith's... First contact hasn't been subpar in about three to four years. Mm. And I know they're a very explosive fall pack, the Broncos, but what makes you think that it's going to be anything less than top standard again on Sunday? No, I don't think it won't be anything less than top standard. I just think the Broncos are a little bit better. So when you add those like little bit percentages up, I just think that they may begin to win the ruck and get a bit of momentum. Now, look, guys, I'm not sitting here saying like they're going to blowing them off the park. I'm talking about a, a grand final win. Um, you know, I've, I've backed two or more tries, but in reality, like, if it's 1 to 12, it's 1 to 12. Mm. And I think most people would assume that's the probability. I'm, you know, the bit of a joke with the face music. But anyway, um, I, that's the area, though, where I just think there's no other team in the comp that can go as, like, can match it with the Brizzy Broncos at their best. So if Broncos go out, complete at 85% completion for the whole match, I just I don't know if they can go with them for 80 minutes due to the fact of their ceiling is a little bit higher than the, the Panthers' ceiling. Now, on the flip side of it, as you said, probability-wise, it's more likely that the team that has done it for three or four years will be better at it in a grand final. I just think the Broncos at the best will be a bit too, uh, just a bit too hard to handle for the Panthers. How do you feel about playing down there? At a core. Look, it's Mario. a grand final. It's like, it is what it is. We've got Reynolds, who's played down there more than probably anyone. Paddy Carrigan played a bunch of Origin. You know, Payne Haas has played Origin. Staggs has played Origin. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be an issue. I really don't. Boys, how do you see the, the match going? Uh, I do think the Penrith Panthers win. I'm just a big believer in been there, done it before, that grand final experience. Uh, but I, you know, and it's no shock they're in the grand final with them. But if I had to pick one team that I think can worry the Panthers out of this entire competition, it's this Broncos side. Mm. Just because, and I think that, you know, when you have a look at the way that they played last week, you know, all their offloads in that game, I genuinely think that was a tactic to prepare for this game. Mm. And, you know, as you said, they have got an explosive pack. And I still think, though, that if the Broncos just try and get into grind football with them, mm. I still think it plays into the Panthers' hands. Mm. I think the Broncos have to do what the Broncos do best and play some footy mm. and move the ball around. I, th- I think that's how they can start to worry the Panthers. So I, I, I just hope the Broncos don't try and play that grindy footy with them. Mm. See, I, There's I, a balance. Yeah. My, my opinion is I actually think 
Obviously, you don't want to play exactly like them, but I actually think that if Broncos play their best, they can equal their grind, and then you add on Reese Walsh making the right decisions. Mm. Can be mm. done. It can be done, I think. Mm. I just, I've learned last few years that Penrith, they tend to save their best performances yeah, for, for sure. the biggest stage. So I reckon there's every chance we haven't seen Penrith's best footy. For sure. Yeah. I, look, I, look, for all the listeners, I know I'm up against it. Like, I'm not sitting here like an idiot going, like, oh, yeah, Broncos are going to go blow them off the park. Like, probability would say... The team with the most experience, with a young, incredibly good roster, will get the job done. I'm obviously a Broncos fan. I believe in my boys. That's that's where I'm coming from, Timmy. Yeah, look, the Broncos can win this game, no doubt. If they do, it'll almost certainly be tight. But I think they're like the the bookies have got a three and a half line for it. I'm surprised it's not a greater line. Like Penrith, who have been there and done it time and time again, you know they're they're unflappable. Like mm. trying to find an area in their game, it's almost impossible. Brisbane have the team makeup to beat Penrith. They've got the pack to match them. Mm. You no, know, they can get them on the back foot. They can unsettle them. But Brisbane also have a lot of errors in the, their game. They have inexperience. Like we talk about Reese Walsh and how there's a lot of errors in his game. There's a lot of brilliance, but he's got the errors. What if they go wrong early? Selwyn Cobbo has them in as well. There are just no question marks about Penrith who know their systems. They know their game plan. Week in, week out in finals, they completed 80 plus percent. They will be there, they will deliver, they'll come out of the blocks firing. The Broncos, they could beat them, but they have to be near perfect to win this game of footy and mm. very few things can go wrong for them. So while they're capable of it, I just think it's, it's, it's even last year, I know maybe Brisbane are a, a little bit higher ceiling than Parramatta, but we still went into that game going, Parramatta have beaten Panthers a handful of times in the past few seasons. They had this big, bustling forward pack to match Penrith. They were in a different hemisphere. Mm. Like, I just think Penrith would be too good. And that's the thing that worries me with Brisbane too is that in this competition, Brisbane, they can afford to make a lot of errors against other sides because they don't punish you for them. Mm. This Penrith side is just such a different kettle of yeah. fish. And, oh, and I, I love... I say it all the time. I say every time we preview a Panthers game that offloads, 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 second phase play, that's how you rattle them. Mm. And when you've got Reese Walsh on the end of those mm. offloads, that's where the opportunity comes in. And they can beat them and they can rattle them with, with some second phase play. And it's a great point that you boys made earlier that, you know, was that the intent with the 23 offloads on the weekend? Was that preparation for this to get it going? And if it is, I absolutely love it. And I love that tactic. But it's also easier said than done. Mm. Like, not only do you have to win the contact, bounce off tackles, but... That's where mistakes creep in and errors creep in. And it's like, if they all go to hand, sweet. They could win this well. Not mm. well, but yeah, it's, it's a tough task. Yeah. Oh, it's a massively tough task. If Broncos complete it like 75% or 70%, 70% absolutely they get beaten. Like, I, if we wrap the grand final up and Broncos completed at 75% and they win, I will be mind blown. Mind mm. blown. As I said, I just think I've got belief that this group of boys, it's their moment, and I believe that they will step up to that moment. Um, but I understand that they're the ones that need to step up to the moment, whereas the Panthers, they're already at the moment. They are the moment. They are the moment that needs to be stepped up to. So I know it's going to be a big feat. I know they're underdogs. But, you know, clearly Broncos bias. I believe in them. I really do believe that they're going to go out there and play the best game they've played all year. And if they don't, you know what? At least they died trying. At yeah. least they died trying. Yeah, I think the other thing that sort of fills me with a bit more confidence with Penrith is I think their edge defence is just the best in the NRL. So good. By far and away. And you have a look at, you know, the two edge back rowers, Scotty Sorensen and Liam Martin, laterally, both are so good. Mm. And I think that's where Reese Walsh, we saw it in Origin, he just got to the outside shoulder of our back rower way too often and then mm. it was show over. you got Stephen Crichton who... 
you know, the more I think about it, the more I think, has he been put at left centre solely to come up with those big defensive yeah, maybe, players? Maybe. Like, has this been, has Ivan been planning this for weeks going, we're going to have to beat Brisbane at some point, we're going to have to stop Reese Walsh? Mm. Is he the play there? Well, when you really sit down and think about it, and it won't be, I guess, measured, but if the Broncos are to beat Penrith, it'll be one of the greatest grand final wins, maybe, well, in the modern era. We're talking about a Penrith Panthers team that a lot of people think is the strongest it's been in its dominant era heading into a, a grand final. So there's a lot of people here that would argue that they would give the 2017 Storm team a run for their money. That's how good this Penrith Panthers side is. Mm. So obviously the safe money is Panthers win and Panthers win by, you know, maybe two tries. They choke the Broncos out. The Broncos make too many errors and... You know, all of a sudden, it's they're down by 14 points and it's game over. Um, so, yeah, I'm absolutely aware of that. And it wouldn't surprise me one bit if that happens because that's the likelihood of... That's the likely thing to happen because Penrith have earned that reputation through getting the job done. Whereas Broncos have not answered that question. What do you do on the biggest stage of rugby league together? How do you react on the biggest stage of rugby league? Panthers have done it for two and a half grand finals. Last two grand finals, and against the Storm in the second half, they came out absolutely firing. Um, a key for the Panthers that I think is a real, real point of difference, it's the fact that a guy like Cleary not only has a similar kicking game to Reynolds, but he's also a really good ball runner. The physicality that he brings is probably something that Renault doesn't. Mm. Now, you could argue, does Renault have a few tricks up his sleeve, almost like a DCE-esque where that mental side of things, he's just been around a little bit longer. I'm not sure, but what we know for sure is Cleary physically and running-wise is, is a little bit more. But I think the biggest, biggest difference is their back three's running ability. Jesse Arthur's Selwyn Cobbo. Um, Reese Walsh is not a metre reader, so you have to basically put him out. Herbie does take up a lot of those metres. But when you look at the back three and metre reader and getting this set started, it's, it's honestly not even close. It's honestly not even close. And that's the biggest concern I have for the Brisbane Broncos. One thing I'm so interested to see how it plays out this weekend is just the impact Herbie's allowed to have. Mm, true. Because he has been a 180, 200 metre plus guy every single... And I, I think that with the Broncos, once again, I think there's a you know there's levels to this competition and it's Penrith, Brisbane, everyone else. And I think that the way that the, the, the Brisbane Broncos attack, like you very rarely see that ball get out. To the left winger. I think it is quite predictable, but there's a lot of teams that aren't able to stop mm. Herbie, realistically. It'd be interesting to see how the Panthers do handle him. And then also, you know, if they've got Stephen Crichton, especially out there on the left edge to stop the right, I'm, ju I'm just so interested to see if Brisbane can't play to plan A, mm. how they adapt. Mm. It's. I think that Reese Walsh and Selwyn Cobbo represent almost the Brisbane Broncos mm. heading into this grand final. Like, if they play the best they can play, we might see some of the greatest grand final tries we've ever seen. But if they struggle, mm. you're sitting there going, oh, my God, what is yeah. going on right now? And that, that's the biggest – that's the thing that worries me the most with the Broncos is that you've got that edge of Staggs and Selwyn Cobbo going up against Stephen Crichton, a big game player of mm. note. You've got, now got Nathan Cleary floating down that side as well. Mm. Uh, I think the grand final is going to be decided on that edge in big moments. Yeah. Isn't, isn't like Selwyn Cobbo such an enigma? Because if we roll in next week and he's got like two tries, 250 metres and he's had one of the all-time games, we'll be like, well, yeah, Selwyn Copper can do it's that. Selwyn, yeah. If he, we roll in next week and he's got three errors and like four bad reads, you'd be like, yeah, it's Selwyn Copper. It's Selwyn. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a good point around Walsh and that. And because we know, like he's the focal point of your attack, we know that he will be in 
10 genuine attacking opportunities mm. and probably some pretty decent ones, you know, if you can get eight of those 10 right, mm. you could win by your two tries. Yeah. But if he gets three of those 10 right, oh. it could be get ugly very quickly. Very quickly. And so that's why, you know, I know a lot of people go, oh my God, face the music, you said two more tries. Like, I'm just leaning all in. Like, I'm, I'm putting all my chips in behind Reese Walsh and, you know, Paddy Carrigan, Payne Haas, and just going, you know what? It's better to believe in the boys than be like, Ugh. I'd be embarrassed to sit with you if you did anything but that, Kendrick, uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll give you that one. Um, and I know that, you know, if Broncos lose, all the Penrith fans will be, you know, in the comments section having a crack at me. It's like, yeah, we it's will. all part of rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, See, that's, that's your fan, guys. <laughs> that's the guy that's bringing on your bandwagon. Hey? Um, how many minutes for Payne Haas? So Payne Haas, I know we spoke about this a little bit off air, maybe? Yeah, yeah pretty sure. I'll be going Payne Haas, essentially for 30 to 35 minutes in the first half, taking him off before half time, depending on how the game is going, keeping him off for five or so minutes and saying, Payne, I need the greatest performance in rugby league history. Just stay out there for 35 minutes. Same with Paddy Carrigan. I would be trying to give them, those two players, as many minutes as humanly possible until they get to a point where they're gassed. Now, that's really dangerous because that one set that they're gassed could be six points. Um, but I would be hoping or basically setting them up for an environment to go, boys, in their heads I'll be saying, boys, imagine you're playing 80 minutes. Just, just, just think you're playing 80 minutes and we can go from there. Um, because that's where Penrith can really roll over us. If we take them both off and we lose the, that high quality, like – it's going to be tough. I think there's uh, like, are you assuming that Pat's going to play 80? I honestly think Pat and Haskell. I reckon there's a chance 80. both do. Yeah. I reckon Pat almost definitely does. Well, Paddy's actually, so 50 minutes the last game, and I think the game before was, sorry, guys. I think they both got out of the showers spell, yeah. against uh, the Storm. Put so a few Carrigan, a 60 minutes. So 60 minutes, and it was Hass that only played 54 yeah. minutes. So Walters is clearly yeah. resting these boys for the, for the big dance. Um, How good is that? Like, Peyton Haas, one of the biggest boppers in the NRL. He's like, got an early shower and he only played 54 minutes. When you talk about basically any other front row in the game, and we talk about Fisher Harris, Joe Tarpany, a few of these other blokes, and like, that's their normal game time. That's his early shower. Yeah. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Oh, there'd be other guys in the competition that would do 54 and you have to manage them that week. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Um, I know you've mentioned him, but a guy like Critter does scare me because. He hasn't just had one big play in a big game. He's had about four or five. Yeah. And sometimes we've been really good at times with our edge defence and then sometimes it just goes horribly, horribly wrong. So if there's one guy that can execute that, it is. But I, like seriously, my most – I know a lot of people are looking at Cleary Reynolds and I'm excited for that, no doubt. But I'm more excited for Fisher Harris first half. I'm more excited for that. What minute of the game will it be – that Walsh throws his three-man cut out and Critter snaps up from the end, <laughs> runs the field. First 20? Uh, in this game, if Critter scores, that'll be his fourth grand final in a row he scored. It'll be the first one to do it since Johnny King in the 1960s. Mate, that's unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. And it's game 100. Oh. He turned 23 the other day. It is actually insane. I was having a look through those numbers and everything and, you know, going back through history. And, yeah, obviously, you know, the only guys with a better record Johnny King scored in six grand finals in a row. That was in a team that won 11 prems yeah. in a row. So In a different time in rugby. Different league. time. And I, I went and had it like, obviously, um, Brett Kenny. He was obviously the 5'8 in the team that won three grand finals last time. So having a look at Brett Kenny's numbers. So he scored two tries in 81, 82, and 83. 
the third time he scored two tries in grand final, that was his 91st game of first grade. So Brett Kenny did that as a 5'8", three grand finals in a row, 10 games before his 100th game of first grade. Far out. How unbelievable is that? that? Is freaking incredible. All, all the, talking to all the oldies who went through, particularly the early early age with the Paradise and all these greats and names to get thrown out about some of the best of all time and so many I had chat to them like, where the hell is Brett Kenny in this yeah. conversation? Yeah. He was a superstar. And that's where like I think, and, and Matty brought it up the other day and like with our most valuable bloke, <laughs> When you do things should matter. Yeah. Mm. The fact that you do things on the biggest stages should matter, in my opinion, so much more than the regular season. Well, that's what makes the Panthers so scary heading into this grand final. Yeah. There's, there wouldn't be – it's essentially no one in that roster that is more nervous than they would normally be for a rugby league game. Like maybe a little bit, mm. but there's not a single one essentially that's going in there going, oh, my God, oh, my God, a grand mm. final. They're going, you know, we know what it's like. We know – the schedule, we know the planning, we know that sometimes media can be quite a lot. They know everything. Um, and that's what's so scary about this Panthers side. So, and look, I know Panthers fans probably going to be in the comments section saying, oh, fuck you, serious, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Look, I get it. Panthers are an unbelievable beast. There has been no one that has praised Panthers as much as I have. But obviously, Broncos, they're my boys. I'm backing them. To the uh, I guess, like, to the Broncos' advantage, like, because you are such a big club, are so used to media attention mm. and all that all the time. So as much as you haven't been in a grand final for quite some time, a lot of those boys are quite used to. Obviously, it's a new level of attention. Yeah. But I, I see a lot of teams that make it to grand finals and you like sort of out of nowhere or whatever, and you just see the lights are just too much for them. Like, mm. I, I don't think it will be too much. I, I think this Broncos mob, like Reese Walsh and these guys, I think they just lap it up. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think media attention for the Bronx boys is going to be a concern. Yeah. They almost enjoy it to a degree. It's a different generation. I, th- I do think one interesting, interesting matchup that probably won't get talked about much, but it's the fact that Ivan Cleary's won two premierships. Kevy Walters, obviously, you know, five, six, if you want to get generous. Um, I wonder, like, is there something that Kevy knows about grand final winning that maybe Ivan doesn't know yet? Or is there something Ivan knows because he did as a coach and Kevy doesn't know because he hasn't yeah. done as a coach? Uh, you always hear the stories about like the old like grand final breakfast. And, like I've heard, I've heard Joey tell the story that they, they went in in two thousand and one to their grand final breakfast, and Brian Smith and his eels walked in like planks of wood, and Joey just walked away from breakfast, going, "I've got them, really. I've got oh. these guys beat. I can see in their body language, I've got them." This grand final breakfast would have to have more swagger than ever, right? <laughs> Yep. You're looking at yeah. the 34 most confident blokes in rugby league, I reckon. It'd imagine, be unreal. Imagine Luai and Walsh on each other off as they yeah. walk into the room. So it'd, be, it'd always be a competition of who can be more relaxed. Ezra Mam, like... You're rolling with your eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you asleep? I'm just relaxed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, what have we got this weekend? So what's on? A big game of footy? Walsh what, what, should do that and then Luai'd be... Laying in a wheelbarrow as Fisher Harris like wheels him in to be sound asleep in it. <laughs> no, he'll, be, zo- he'll zoom from his bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you win a grand final this weekend, fucking one, one guy that I think should get a lot of credit, and you know, without taking anything away from Kev, the influence that Billy Slater has had on so many of these Maroons that play for the Broncos. Yeah. Pat Carrigan, Reese Walsh. I'm not sure if you'd be here without Billy Slater's influence on some of those Especially guys. Especially Reese Walsh, specifically. Yeah. I think Paddy, yeah, Paddy was always kind of destined for this just level-headed, 
Um, he has leveled up though, I think. In the oh yeah, he's absolutely there, there but I think he was yeah. he was always naturally going to do that. Yeah. Whereas I think Reese Walsh, there was a real chance that he could be his career could be like up down up down, and I think this year he's he's been really consistent. Yeah, you know, really really consistent. Uh, mate, it's yeah, it's it's just I cannot wait. The game is going to be the the good thing about this game is like if Penrith do run away with it, like. You know, we are witnessing greatness, absolutely mm. incredible. But we know for at least 20 to 40 minutes, the intensity is going to be absolutely yeah. out of this fucking world. I think it's going to be the closest thing to origin level we've seen in quite a few years. Yeah. I really do. Like, I think that the line speed, I think the hits, the, the aggression, the explosiveness, it is going to be next level. You know what I love about these two teams as well? They're not team like Melbourne. You never know which forwards are actually going to start until they name it. These two teams yeah. fucking... Locked in. Everyone can do yeah. it the 17 yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, I think one person that does may hold a bit of a joker card, uh, we know what Haas can do, we know what Carrigan can do, but it's Flegler. Yeah. He may hold a bit of a joker card because he is so unorthodox. He's so big, but he actually doesn't – like he can do the big hit-ups if you wanted to, just right. But sometimes just the way he crabs across field and he's offload and – that can be really hard to defend, as we saw, obviously, on the weekend. He's the key to that second phase, mm. Flegler, Yeah, sure. absolutely. He had four or something on the weekend. He's mm. the man for it. So that's one area where when I look at the Penrith forward pack and I look at the Bronx forward pack, it doesn't necessarily mean it's better, but it's a point of difference. Mm. It's a difference in the forward packs where if you wanted to argue, okay, Hass gets through his work, carrying gets through his work, very up and down, they'll, you know, they'll go for 60-70. You know, Fisher-Harris and Leota are similar-ish. They're very up and down. They'll get through mm. their work. Now, I know Carrigan has a bit of ball playing in his game. Um, Isaiah Yo is a little bit different to Carrigan. It's funny, like, it's almost like on a scale, Carrigan is, like, more of a front rower and, like, Yo is more of a 13, but they both Definitely. offer something different to each other mm. in, in that 13 role. Um, Which is what the 13 jersey should be. For sure. It should be team dependent. Mm. Oh, absolutely. So... Yeah, my, my, again, my biggest concern with a guy like, or even like the Broncos or a Reese Walsh, is just that first 20 minutes of those big plays of just being patient. Very easy to say, though, because grand final, the energy thrumming Oof. through your veins. Um, Going to be interesting to see what they do with Loi, Broncos. Do they target him aggressively or do they go, well, look, he got through it last week, so maybe we should build a, a game plan that's different. Going to be really interesting to see who goes after him there. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I would. Mate, with his footwork and stuff, you try and go after him, you just leave you for dead. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all mean like running. Because, yeah, for yeah, example, yeah. they targeted Sean Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wonder whether they're going to do the same no. thing. You go, like, he's coming off an injury. You know, is he undone? And they spend their first 40 minutes going at him. You might not look like missing a no, tackle no. and you might go, we've like, just wasted. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. They have to play their own footy, yeah. don't they, the Broncos? I think so. Because one to seventeen, there's not really a chink in the Panthers. They have to play their own footy. Yeah, agreed, agreed. <laughs> um, anything else, boys? Yeah, just last thing though, I sort of like the, as, as I sort of said that edge defense of the Penrith Panthers. Like Isaac Tungo missed that tackle the other day, and I sort of went, "Oh my god, that looks so weird." I watched it again this morning, and like he missed that tackle, but the faith that Brian Toto had in him 
to make that tackle. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why it looks yeah. so bad because yeah. Toto had so – and that, that that's what makes this Panthers side so good that they have complete faith in each other. There is mm. never any panic and, and that's – Reese Walsh hasn't come up against many edges like that. I think I think that's going to be a huge test for them because mm. you see Brian Toto, he, he just stays on his assignment. Yeah. He goes, I, I know he'll he'll take care of that. He didn't. But it's not very often for that happens. the first time yeah. ever. Wild. Now, don't forget, guys, DMP podcast – Shirts dropping Thursday, 6 p.m. World Podcast Champions. Uh, limited amount. As you can see, they're freaking cool as. Thursday, 6 p.m. Once they are gone, we are not making these ones again. Never, ever, ever. So make sure to be there at 6 p.m. on Thursday on bloke.shop uh, because they'll be going like hotcakes. Anything else, boys? Beers and break-evens? No, we're all done, mate. All done? Slapped him around this year and he quit. Oh, wow. Very aggressive today, today, have you? I'm ready to go. It's final time. Just because your team's in the grand final, mate, doesn't mean (laughs) you carry on. Uh, All right, as usual, we'll go and fuck ourselves. Thank you.